Podcasts have the power to change your life. And I'm hoping that this show with me, Anna Parker-Naples, is one that you'll come to to feel a little bit better and a little bit happier. Because this podcast is positively influential. Hello, hello. So today I want to talk to you about some of the modalities that I've been leaning in to explore, why I decided to do them and what the impact has been for me so far. Now, first of all, before I dive into this episode, I'm actually recording this particular episode a few days after my our very first Positively Influential Live event, which was amazing. It was amazing. We had such an incredible atmosphere, an incredible energy, an incredible sense that this was a new way to talk about building a business. This is a new way to talk about business if you are someone who is spiritually connected or just on the edge of feeling that for people who are interested in opening themselves up to make a difference in the world. We had singing, we had dancing, we had some incredible guests that I had on, which you're going to over the next month or so, if all goes to plan and we get them edited in time, you're going to be hearing those interviews on this podcast. So they'll be a little bit different because I've not had guests since I rebranded to Positively Influential. And I think for me, there were a couple of really big takeaways. One is that I knew six years ago that this was the kind of event that I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to be in a room. I wanted people to be feel energetic. But more than that, I wanted people to have deep reflection. And the event I put together had something that was on the conscious level, the subconscious level, the energetic shift level, some really deep subconscious stuff going on, as well as incredible ways to network and not just network, network's such a crappy word, to build connections and make new friends. Because I think that's really important. Being a business owner can feel pretty lonely. And the feedback that we had was that we managed to encapsulate all of that. And the response that we're getting is that what we've done, what I've done is create an atmosphere where there was no hierarchy. We had people with eight-figure businesses right down to starting up and there was no hierarchy. And that was kind of what I wanted. I want everyone to see and feel that limitless possibility for themselves. So I really, really, really would love you to sign up to the next one, which we're going to do. We're going to announce it quite soon. But if you want to get on the wait list, that is at, in fact, I can't remember the link off the top of my head, but I know it is at the end of this episode on our outro. So make sure you do sign up to that wait list. We know we're going to sell out. We've had so many people saying, I can't wait. I wanted to come, but I couldn't make that date. And my intention for this is that we're just going to grow and grow and grow. We'll also be looking for sponsors for the event and for this podcast. So if you have a business that you think, yes, we want to get in front of impact-driven entrepreneurs and people who are really interested in personal growth and personal development, whether they're entrepreneurs or not, then we would love to hear from you. So maybe reach out to me on one of my social platforms. Okay, so breath. So I've already explained on this podcast that I decided that I was this year going to do a really intense, deep training on becoming a breathwork facilitator. And I will share more of that journey as we go through this podcast over the next few months. However, there were some other modalities that I was really interested in and that I have now qualified or certified in. I kept reading online and in the online space about quantum shifts and quantum realities and quantum energy. 
and energetic shifts. And I, I don't really know what it was about, but it made me really curious, particularly when I often surrounded by people who are have got killer sized businesses and are much more spiritually in, in tune and comfortable with talking about that than I am part of this podcast is me getting more comfortable with that anyway. And I hope actually for you listening, for you to potentially become more comfortable with that inner wisdom, that spiritual connection, that higher power, that connection to something outside of yourself. So I had this curiosity about what does energy work mean? What people talking about with quantum shifts? What is this? And as I've talked about on this podcast before, I got really into some meditations by Joe Dispenza. And Joe Dispenza talks about the energy centers, which actually are the same as the chakras that are referred to in Kundalini and yoga and other kinds of meridian practices. But he he uses different terminology. And these meditations, some of them are amazing. Like you really focus on bringing your energy force, your life force, if you like, often known as chi, depending on which culture or tradition that you follow. But this energy force that when you focus your mind, focus your body into that, your consciousness into that area, you can feel an energy surge. And that we have these all the way up from our our root chakra, our sacral chakra, our solar plexus, our heart chakra, our throat chakra, our third eye, which although I guess we think of it as being between between our eyes here on kind of on our crown, on our temple rather. No, I don't mean temple. What do I mean? Forehead. Actually, in tradition, it's actually much more about what's happening in your pineal gland, which is inside your head, kind of between your ears and a few inches back from that forehead part. And there's lots of research into what happens in that pineal gland. I don't know if I'm saying that properly but hopefully you understand enough of what I'm saying to go and have a little look yourself. And that when we activate this, it connects us to a different level of consciousness. It alters our state. And then finally, the crown chakra, which comes out off the top of your head. Now, I knew through Reiki that I was beginning to really experiencing something else, something different, something warm, something that was channeling, channeling's maybe a strong word, but that was coming through me and I could connect into it in a way that I hadn't really, really done before, not consciously. And I noticed that much more of my higher self, my inner wisdom, my intuition was kicking in more and more, the more of this Reiki energy that I was connecting with. So I I knew that there was something to this energy stuff. And I decided that this year I would throw myself into learning much more. And I decided to investigate two modalities which work in in a different way. The first one is emotional freedom technique, tapping. And actually just this weekend, I qualified in my level two for EFT. Uh, So I am now a certified practitioner and I'll be weaving that into my work. And the tapping works on the principle that the same principle as acupuncture, if you like, where when you use a needle in acupuncture, there are specific points in the body where you can release a blocked energy line, a blocked flow, a stoppage, if you like, in that meridian energy system around your body. So with tapping, there's kind of a longer way to do it and a shorter recipe, a shorter sequence to tap. And what you do is you take a belief or even a physical ailment and you you talk about it 
and what's coming up for you in your body or in your mind emotionally as you tap these particular points. And the points on the, the short sequence are the inside of your eyebrow, just on the side of your nose, the outer edge of your eye, just underneath your eye, about an inch down, kind of in line with your iris, just underneath your nose, just underneath your lip in the middle of your chin, a point on one of your clavicles, and then uh, kind of where your bra strap is at the side. And you taking a, a word or a thought or a belief, you then are shifting the energy round as you're really kind of tapping into that limiting belief or difficulty in your life is. And I was a little bit like, I don't know how this is going to work. I've not, I've seen, I, I know other people rave about it. I've done a bit of practicing myself. I'd even bought a cheap course online to learn quickly. I often do that. I'll often buy a cheapy course on Udemy or something like that just to get a gist of something first before I throw myself in and do a full practitioner training. And I wasn't quite experiencing those results for myself, but I really trusted the people around me who were saying it's, it's amazing. And I guess that I really wanted to have a tool that I could impart to my children, if they'll ever listen to me, that would enable them to manage their emotional state themselves, particularly with anxiety and panic disorders, which are rife amongst amongst the whole population, but particularly in teenagers. So I, I guess there was an element of me wanting to tool them up a little bit. And again, it was one of those things that more and more people were talking about EFT in my world. And then I noticed my mum had a book about tapping on her bookshelf. And I thought, yeah, actually, I'm going to just dive in. And I, there was a particular school that I wanted to go to to do it. And it was in person. And I just couldn't make those dates work for me. So I ended up finding someone online. I really liked their website. I got a good feeling about the website. There's a bit of a theme for that with me. If, if people are saying the right language... And if they're really clear in their pricing, then that often works for me. So I did my level one beginning of January and I just completed the level two. And it's been quite astonishing, actually, some of the things that I've worked through or that I helped other people work through. So things like clearing up phobias, things like cravings for food have been able to be cleared up completely or managed because there's always an underlying symptom. Stripping away layers of wounds, so beginning to heal things, uh, limiting beliefs or problems that were showing up in her life. And this works pretty deep, but it's also quite fast. So I'm really excited to exploring more of that. And I definitely think that there is an energy shift when you're involved in thinking about that limiting belief and doing this particular tapping sequence to your body. It's quite astonishing. And I'm looking forward to seeing how I integrate that with a lot of my other work, particularly the timeline therapy work and the hypnosis work, NLP work that I do. And I think that's for me, that's how the tapping is going to work. It's going to be an added layer on my work. So that's exciting. The other energy work that I decided to look at is a little bit different. And I thought long and hard that they're very, this particular company is quite heavy on its trademarks and use of talking about what it is. So when I have mentioned it on social media, I haven't necessarily said what I trained in. I actually trained in becoming a theta healer. And so far, I've done the basic and advanced levels. And oh my goodness, I was still quite sceptical about it until I paid up to do the basic session over Christmas. I think it was like the day after Boxing Day or something. I knew that as we went into January, I just needed to get moving with new modalities, exploring and expanding my own personal development and transformational development. And we were having, I was having some trouble paying the lady who was going to be my trainer that I'd selected to be my trainer. There's about a million people trained as theta healers worldwide, but you, they don't necessarily use those terms. They'll often talk about being an energy healer or there's all sorts of other terms that people use. 
And this lady who was good, who's the trainer, who I'd never met, we jumped on a call just so I could get the payment through properly to her. And actually, we ended up having a chat and she said, would you like me to do a session on you now? Would you like to release some stuff? So not really knowing much about this modality, except that it works on the principle that we are part of quantum realities, that there is a creator or a higher power, that we're connected to that higher power, we are part of that higher power, and that whatever we really ask for, we can get almost instantaneously. And some of that, again, I had to dig deep into what my belief system is. But the more of that meditation that I was doing with Joe Dispenza, the more I was listening to his work and other people in that field, people like Greg Braddon, people like Lynn McTaggart, the more and more curious I got about this possibility for quantum realities. Like if, if and, and the concept in very basically is that there are infinite realities, we're connected to everything, everything is energy. So anything we're experiencing, we can shift just like that because it already exists somewhere else. And when you get yourself out of lower frequencies that keep us stuck and up into higher frequencies that allow us to have expansive thought and not just thought, but bring that thought into an experience in our body, then we are able to create anything that we want. So with theta healing, there's some very specific terminology that they use, which actually didn't fit for me. And almost made me stop doing the course. But I talked to the I talked to the trainer about it, and she was like, "Look, this work is just you're going to take what you take from it, and if you need to find other words that work, then so be it." But the premise is that you understand that there is a higher power who is actually able. You are part of that higher power too, and you are able then to affect massive change in your life because you're opening yourself up to infinite possibility. And if possibility is infinite, then you can have it all now. Now, on this session online, she was listening to some of the things I was saying, like some of the problems that I'd had in the last 12 months, some of the issues that were going on at home. And I can't even remember now what the things were we talked about. But she said, oh, would you like me to heal that? Would would you like that to be downloaded for you? Would you like it to be reinstalled? Would you like those beliefs to be taken from you? And I was like, yeah. But not really knowing what that meant. She's in America. I'm sat in at home, tucked under a blanket on Zoom. Never met this lady before. But she said some words and she made some requests and requested that some new information was installed into my system, into my energy system. And I swear to you, my body began to change. Like one of the things that she requested, my stomach felt like it's flipped on itself. It felt like it had properly been turned over and then flipped back very suddenly. It felt as though things were being downloaded into my face and my head literally being put in me. And it blew me away. It absolutely blew me away. And it got me very, very excited then about doing that first level of training. And actually, I'm not going to go into that full first Theta Healer training that I did because I think I need to unpack it a little bit more. And I guess in sharing the EFT and the Theta Healing together, what I want to say to you today is that... I had a level of scepticism about people who were talking about the quantum and talking about energetic shifts and talking about all these things. Because I kind of thought there was a bit of me that thought it's a bit gimmicky. That's maybe like the latest craze in entrepreneurial growth and development. And actually haven't experienced both of these quite different modalities working on different energy levels, if you like. I now see and I now feel completely, I wanted to say bought in or sold, but it's not a question of that. 
Like I have belief and I have faith that I can make massive adjustments to what's going on in my world, how I'm feeling, how I respond to it, even healing things that I want to heal or remove or release because of that work. And as I said, I think I'm going to do a whole episode about the theta healing when I've had a little bit more practice and experience and I feel a bit more comfortable with how I describe it. Having said that, by the end of that training, that weekend training, I felt undeniably connected to my psychic abilities. I was witnessing. So with theta healing, I should mention as well, I am not the healer as the practitioner. The client is not healing themselves. The healer is the creative force around us. And as the practitioner, what I'm doing is I'm facilitating that change and then watching that change and watching that change on a kind of energetic level. It sounds bonkers and I totally get that it sounds bonkers, but it was an incredibly powerful experience. And you look at it on four different levels of releasing. So a core belief about who you are now, a historical belief about your generational lives, then also generationally. So like the lives that you've led from or have been in your generation that are beyond seven generations ago to countless generations ago. And then so that intergenerational trauma, past wounds that have happened to you in past lives potentially. And then also on a soul level, what commitments, oaths, binds, contracts, ties have you made in previous lives that are playing out in this life? And for me, I've talked quite openly on this podcast about some of the past life hangovers, I guess I feel I've had that are connected with witch wounds and persecution. And for me, having another modality to address and look at some of that stuff and then seeing actually how free that's made me feel in the rest of my business. And my business is really about sharing opportunities for growth and transformation. Looking at how much more aligned I feel, looking at how much more honest I feel I'm able to be, that I'm not hiding this part of me, feels really good. And I'm excited to explore how I integrate this into my work. So watch this space. And just as I wrap up this particular episode, actually, I do want to mention that we are, you'll have heard it on the on the little ad if you're listening during launch period, we are opening a new mini mastermind. I'm opening a new mini mastermind called the Influential Incubator, which is about looking after you as you grow your business, getting through those limiting beliefs, making sure you show up, but only for the things that actually matter to you. And I think that's really what I've encountered over the last month while I've been doing all of these trainings and the breathwork facilitator training and hosting my live event is that the more we strip back, the more we get honest, the more we work through those blocks, the more we do that healing, the more joyful our lives can be. And I want to bring an element of that to the Influential Incubator for a 90-day period for impact-driven entrepreneurs who want to have my guidance and experience on how you build a big, successful business, but actually are tired of tired of those coaching containers and masterminds where the coach pretty much disappears and isn't really present once you've signed on the dotted line and handed over your payment. I don't think that's good enough. And that's not where my work comes from. So 
I'm not going to say too much more about it other than this feels as though the work I'm supposed to be doing, this feels like the best way I can share with you how to grow your business with meaning and purpose and not frazzling yourself and how you can look at those infinite possibilities. And for me, how I bring that work into what I can share with you above and beyond the strategic stuff that I can teach you too. So if you want to know about that, please go find out at www.annapn.co forward slash incubator with a capital I. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to sharing with you more of this journey as I go into it in 2023, more of my journey as I experience having clients and seeing the results for them. And also I'm excited for you to hear some of the live event stuff that happened. The real joy in hosting that event was that I had the vision six years ago and I didn't take the right action on it. I went down some other paths first. And to come back now and to be in that room feeling that was what I was creating and I have a very clear vision of now where I'm going with that. And I want you guys to come on the journey. I'm going to be really open about that. Listening to this podcast was never supposed to be just a listening experience. I want Positively Influential to become the fabric of how you're building your business, how you're running your life. And I intend for these events and the podcast to get bigger and get louder because that's how we all together can have more impact and help more people feel happier, more joyful and lead much nicer lives. That's a hell of a mission, isn't it? I better crack on. I will speak to you very soon and watch this space. I've got some amazing stuff happening. And one of the things that came up for me actually at the at my event was that my I feel like my role is to almost demonstrate human imperfection as I go through personal growth and transformation. And I'm being quite open on these episodes and I intend to be open on these episodes and when you see me on stage when you come to my live event and when you come to my incubator. So loads of stuff for you to go and do. So you make sure you are really stepping into that person you know you can be. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We have got lots up our sleeve for Positively Influential with some live events coming your way soon. Make sure that you are on the wait list to find out exactly what we're up to at www.annapn.co forward slash events. So you make sure that you are in the room with us, sucking up those vibes that are positively influential. Positively Influential.